You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast. This is Aaron Jones. This is Chandler Smith, and I hate long intros, so let's get into it. Yeah, boy he does. He thinks he's Bill Jordan. That's what I'm saying. We might bring that up. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, my God. He thinks he's God's gift of deer hunting now. <laughs> he watches all the... Oh, he ch- he's on his phone with lunar phases and oh, high really? pressure, low pressure. Yeah. So oh, he's, he's, he's serious. Eight up with it. He's, he's eight, eight, up. Up, eight up with it. How old is he now? 14. Going to be 15 October. Yeah. He, he's, he's like, he, I, I got his youth take. He's like, I'm not even going to muzzleloader hunt, early muzzleloader hunt. I'm like, is this the best time to kill a big buck in Iowa? Because they're still stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why not? Because I want to. Good bow hunt. I spent all my time during the rut. Really? Like, really? How are you going to get there? School permit? I'm like, it's not a school function. You're not going to drive to the deer <laughs> woods. So he pays attention to all the, the weather patterns and yeah, pressure. Oh, and apparently. Wow. I told him if they want to. Are we? We're not recording. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we've started. What I was about to say. <laughs> if they want to chase tail, they're going to chase tail. I don't care if it's raining or if it's nice yeah. or if it's cloudy. But is that something you, on the deer hunting side, obviously you and him and love duck hunting, was the deer hunting, I mean, you got, you've showed him that growing yes, up. the but deer hunting was my way of keeping his phone out of his hands and having a good conversation together in these double trees or these, you know, right. tree stands. And last year he goes, you know, this stand's getting a little too small for the both of us. Oh, so he, he, kicked, he kicks that out. <laughs> he kicked me out. He's, he wants to, but I'm not going to let him. Yeah. I will at some point. That's good. He likes to go. He likes to hunt yeah. it all. Now he wants me to get my boat. You know, I sold mine because I'd rather. And he wants you to get he one wants again. Me to go to another stand and we can, you know, communicate and right. turn in a big competition. Who shoots a bigger deer? He, he but you're walkie talkie. You're not ate up with deer hunting like he is. No, it's a, they don't migrate. Yeah. They just migrate from field to field yeah. <laughs> within a, south. a range. Yard goats. Well, what made you. Geared towards duck hunting. I then. grew up, and maybe you told then, hunting. but yeah, I grew up deer hunting. But my dad poured it down my throat to where I didn't want to deer hunt any longer. You know, like wake me up. I'm in high school. You know, we're getting up to deer yeah. hunt, and it's just a well. And for people that haven't duck hunted, and I see this with customers that are getting into it, and you know, they went with a buddy or a, yeah. you know, yeah, it's that, just the unknown. I think just the newness the, of it. Yeah, it's a totally different excitement. Uh, it's a buddy. And duck hunting, the, we've talked about this. Yes. Duck hunting is more, we can make fun of each other. We can talk out loud. We can cook. Right. Um, we can go on a walkabout. You don't have to worry about spooking ducks. You know, if you do, you shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you don't have ducks, all you got to do is drop the waders and take a leak. Right. You do whatever you, can't you want. You can just drop. Well, it's it's almost, it's like the perfect hunt to get someone into the outdoors. Because you're not worried about it is, hush but, but, hush, but you hush, better hush, kill be something. Quiet. I, <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that if you're going to take somebody first time, there better be a little bit of action, something, or a really good breakfast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because deer hunting, it's don't move, don't yeah. talk, don't blink, right. don't. And I think a lot of kids are burnt out because of that. Because the first time they go, they they want to learn and ask questions, and their dad's like, shut up, shh, 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 don't move, right, don't move. Especially if they're not in a blind. Correct. And you're sitting in a two man stand. Yep. Freezing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the one thing that I've always been careful with my son is when I've noticed he's getting cold, I'm like, hey, but I'm getting cold. You ready? Oh, you are? You'll throw no. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, if that's you a don't, good idea, you'll, you'll burn kids up. Yeah. Because dad took Cato, 
my nephew, so he would have been last four year on his first hunt, you know, and a frame blind, mm-hmm. and you know, but it wasn't about the killing. No, no, it was he, you know he let him put out silhouettes and do all that, and there yeah. was a mice in the blind, and he loved it, and you know, so to him it was just an adventure. Yeah, as a kid. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you think about that as a kid, how big everything is. Oh, you know, I bet. And you, then as you get, you ever notice that? Yeah. You yeah. walk into something like your childhood elementary school, and you're like, this place is tiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you thought it was the world, right? You know, back when you were a kid, you're I, in that A-frame. You think it's oh, a fort, yeah, like oh, a for castle. Sure. Yeah, you're waiting for you know like a three-headed monster to come around a corner. I know. Or something. And you know, so he had a blast. Times. I wish it was simpler like oh, that. He loves oh my it. gosh, take me back. Take me right. back. Take me back to where Dad did all the <laughs> packing up, and yeah. all I did was yeah. eat snacks and shoot a gun. No yeah. doubt. The only thing I could do without is my dad back then smoked, and it was, you know back in the day where no windows were down, nothing. It's like, oh yeah, you know, but Marlboro he, Reds. Oh, in the truck. bud, windows yep. up. Yep. yep. Especially but. when it came to deer hunting. Oh yeah, still all part of it. And though. you're just like, man, no wonder we didn't kill any deer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're in the right state for it. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. are. Did you always grow up in Iowa? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I deer or duck hunted a little bit, but it was, you know, it was deer, 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 deer. Yeah. Have turkey. you been in the same spot in Iowa forever? Not as made turkey. Um, no, I grew up on the river. <laughs> I grew up on the Mississippi, like Davenport, Iowa. Yeah, so I mean. Because we talked about, because I was born in Davenport, yep. the in the Quad Cities, if yeah. anybody's listening, they know that. So, yeah. which is like Davenport, Bettendorf, Rock Island, Rock Moline. Island, and Moline, and mm-hmm. Illinois. Yep. Um, and that's what Dad said the same thing. Yeah. They grew up. It was all river hunting. Oh yeah. River there was rats, no yeah. marshes and going to the Not lake really, or, no. nope. You know, it was you know except well even goose hunting they would hunt a lot of sandbars. Yeah, a ton of ton of river stuff, yeah. well, mainly river stuff. And I mean, honestly, you know with. Looking back, field hunting really didn't get popular until probably when I started getting to high school. It was mainly all river hunting. It's you know people couldn't afford it though either. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't have the the means or you know it was more like still... sneak along a fence row and jack them type deal. Yeah, but it's well, crazy even... how it's all evolved. And my uncle still does the river hunting, and I don't know if it's just that's what it is in oh, they that still, area. Yeah, it's, it's just it's more river yeah. hunting. Where you know down here, you know yeah, we're talking at lunch. Marshes. Yeah, you know going to. Well, it's actually a really good segue to what we're talking about because Iowa is still there. The DNR is still all about the deer and they don't spend the money like Missouri does on the ducks because Iowa is a more of a transition state or a flyby state to where they don't want to put all those dollars into something that doesn't stay. That's true. A deer stays, I guess. A deer stays. So they put a ton of money into Mm -hmm. that. Chandler, who are we talking with today? We've got Travis Mueller from Avery GHG Banded. Is that good? Yeah, that's good for now. That covers everything. <laughs> that covers so far. Yeah, so, far. <laughs> so far. Yep. We've had yeah. him on before. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But it's been a while. Yeah. Been a while. Yeah, he only comes once a year. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. We only, yeah, we only <laughs> see him once a year. This is former Travis uh, that used to work at Avery Bandit. Yeah. Yes. No. But, yeah. yeah it's been, we always do sushi. It's been a little do. bit. Oh, boy. We have yeah. a good time when you're in town. We try. Mm-hmm. We try. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We it don't is. have a good time. We don't want to do it. So what do we want to talk about here? Obviously, ducks. All of it. It was 33 degrees at home it this is morning. Just, yeah, so the we're right in that, well, it's 
so here it's like mornings, hoodie weather. Yeah. But by the evening, t-shirt weather. Yeah. And it's yeah. that transition is. Oh, man. Oh. It, it kicks off a lot of things. It kicks off people thinking about it. And it was a mm-hmm. brutal summer. It was. For it was, us, it was I mean, it dry. was. Oh, dry. Oh, my gosh. We didn't do a rain dance. Everybody I know. Crops were struggling for like duck hunters that are wanting to do, you know, like flooded corn and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same, same thing. I mean, I think just like you're doing food plots for whitetail. Well, yeah. As of now, well, even during teal season, I don't think Cheyenne Bottoms had any water. I think the flat river is low. Well, the problem is if the river's so low, they can't pump it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the plat up in Nebraska is low. Kansas is is dry, and you said you guys are dry. Yeah, I, I think the only silver lining on this all though is North Dakota, South you know Northern South Dakota, North Dakota, and, and Southern Canada and Canada had water. So I mean, I the nesting sound, should be sounds like the hatch was amazing this year. A lot going to be a lot of young ducks. Those are so, the fun ones to shoot. Yeah, the, the ones we haven't seen a lot of, honestly. So I'll be real interested. You know, I don't know if this is what we're going to talk about, but I'll be real interested to see what we see in the migration this year, whether it's a lot of younger ducks, because, man, I tell you, we've, you know, in the last two years, we've shot a lot of mature birds. I mean, a lot of mature mallards, and it's not the recipe that you want, really. Do you we'll, start we'll up hatches. north? North Dakota. I'll Is go that, up there. You'll yeah. start up yep. there as well? Yep. I go up uh, right on the border of North Dakota and Canada. Been going yeah, up there for years. I don't know if years. I've ever asked you that. Wondered. I know you do Arkansas. Yeah. A lot, right? Right. Well, we used to we used to go to North Dakota and Canada a ton, and and stay up there for two three weeks. Oh, okay. And we'd do photo shoots and run a lot of dealer hunts and stuff like that. And yeah. it just got to the point where um, we we, we kind of weaned off that a little bit. Um, so I still go up there every year with some buddies and mm-hmm. still take photos and stuff like that. And yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. Start there and then come home for a little bit and then head down to Arkansas. It's fun following them down, you know. I don't know how many conversations I've had with my buddies where you're sitting in a blind in Canada or North Dakota watching a migration, and then three weeks later you're in Arkansas, and you can't help but wonder, mm-hmm. was it, did I see this duck, you know, or did I see this group of snows or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, up there? I don't know, but it's kind of fun to think about. No joke. I'd like to experience that, though, because you – I mean, I see you all – Go up there, some friends that have been able to partake in Canada, and I'm like, oh my I rec- gosh! I recommend doing some it of once. these duck yeah. hunts. These guys get on. It's, I mean, is it totally different than down here? One hundred percent, and just, that's the beauty of. That's why I recommend it because it's 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 the same principle. You're duck hunting, mm-hmm. but there's a different hide. There's different feed. I mean, they're eating on something else. Um, different weather. You know, where if you're up in Canada or North Dakota, they're gearing up for a trip. I mean, they're it's all business. You know, they're they're eating, they're sleeping, they're resting, and they're getting ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You get down to here, and some of them are already starting to. I'm looking for a girlfriend. You know, yeah, um, not in a huge hurry to head further south. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the weather hasn't been real conducive to them bugging out of Missouri in a while. Um, so now you're hunting more loafing ducks than you are traveling yeah. ducks. And then you get down to Arkansas and now it's a whole different game and it changes in the course of a 60 day season down there where you, you're hunting bigger groups early. And as it gets later, you're hunting pairs, 
you know, where you're trying to, right. <laughs> you're trying to, you're trying to sound really, really hot to that Drake. Cause that's what he's looking for. He's looking for the ladies. So yeah. it's a, it's a totally different dynamic. So that's, what's fun is it forces you to learn how to hunt in different scenarios. And they're more concentrated once you start up there. I mean, uh, oh yeah. Wise, yeah, absolutely. Feel like you're looking for big feeds or big loafing areas, stuff yeah. like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you, you'll drive by a a slew of two, 3,000 and keep looking for a slew of 20 to 30,000 in Canada. I mean, it's, it's insane. It's totally different, but that's, that's the fun thing about it. So I, yeah, I highly recommend doing it. It's, it's not it. overly, you know, expensive right. to do it. Well, and and it you might can be freelance the, it pretty easy. Might be one of the, uh, more doable hunts economically for, sure. for someone to go father, son or family or yep. whoever, yep. then say, uh, elk hunt or right you know and canada's screaming for it now you know as long as you still right. have to be vaccinated but you know they, they've missed out on that <clears throat> that money for four the years tourism now. that the yeah. u.s brings in pre-covid correct fishing hunting so they're dying for it so you know you're not going to go spend 300 dollars a night in a hotel stuff like that you know you're not going to stay in a i mean you're hunting anyway but i mean it's cheap um, they have cleaning stations at a lot of these little motels. Okay. Um, a lot of people up there really love the ducks. So, I mean, you can find somebody, you know, that is more willing if you clean them to take them. Um, yeah, because I don't think you which can might import be a big them this year. Correct. You yeah. can't import them this year, which uh, well, I thought they got that fixed. I thought not they, not they as came of in, a couple of weeks ago, I don't I think. I thought they went back on what they said. Did they? They might. It was a little confusing and maybe a little, little, yeah, a little they can fly across the border yeah, but i, I can't know. clean yeah, them and was, take them across yeah. the border yeah. <laughs> i think they went back on it but i think there's still there's you know there's still some precautions and, and yeah. ways to transfer these birds maybe across it's state. a or across yeah i don't they're probing yeah. your definitely want breasts to make it. sure <laughs> yeah i don't know got to be careful with it right but i'm sure you know i mean if you cross over they're going to let you, I'm sure they'll let you let know. you know what's going on. I mean, right they now. ask what you're there for anyway, so yeah, and say, hey, what's the, you know, what's the rules when I come back? On As this? of September 13th, they've changed it. Yeah, so two weeks oh, ago, yeah. USDA lifts ban on Canadian waterfowl. Um, USDA walks back Canada waterfowl ban, and it will allow hunters to bring meat across the border. I guess they received significant pushback from hunters and conservation groups. Well, I would imagine. As they should. Can Mm -hmm. you imagine? Because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, you hate to hear this, but, I mean, they're going to do everything in power to eat it or give it away or dispose of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah, they didn't think through that situation very well. No. It was just literally because that bird's going to fly right across the border. Without a doubt. It literally could fly 100 yards and get shot on the U.S. side. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good. At least they, right. they changed that. Yeah. Good call, Chandler. You're keeping up to date. You're Look at you. Yeah. To. I'm slow new I mean, it's only been two Googling. weeks, but I guess I'm two weeks behind. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Just ask Chandler. Yeah. I don't know everything. Has the... Google, has the Google. I mean, we've noticed it here, but up in the Quad City area and all that, has your migration pattern changed over the past five, ten years? I'm one of those, I guess you could say it has. Or is that um, just a numbers thing? And maybe that's what. You know, I don't know. I mean, that, that's the thing. I'd love to, you know, sit down with a speckled belly, a snow goose, a Canada, and a duck and, and have a conversation because <laughs> right? I, I'm, I'm overly curious. We see a lot more specks than we ever did in Iowa. I was going to ask if you started seeing you specks because we, we um, 
10 years ago, I didn't see a speck. When and, I now, and now... Now it's, it's awesome. Well, and you can tell because they come into the store... Oh, and everybody's buying specs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Illinois is the same way. Spec floater, spec floater, spec yeah. floater. And I hear them every night in Iowa. And I used to, you know, pretty consistently, hear but in now October, it's nonstop. We used to hear them just fly over, but mm-hmm. we couldn't, we didn't, couldn't hunt them till mid-November, right. and they wouldn't They're be gone. around. Yeah. But now it's, yeah. Yeah, so I've seen more of that. Um, you Cause, know. Because to us, I feel like it has changed. I, I, yeah, and I've heard that, you know, Kansas, I've heard Oklahoma's gotten more and more in terms of a migration, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, I've never really kept a journal, but you know, Mm -hmm. I, I, it's not like I've shot less birds. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's some people that are pretty heated on this topic on birds migrating, you know, further West or, or not migrating at all. To me, it appears they're pushing farther West. So we're, you know, in Kansas City, we're. 15, 20 minutes from the Kansas state line, I feel like they've pushed into Kansas yeah. more. But have they, okay, maybe I need so to let, talk me, to let me be duck. the devil's advocate a little bit here. Have they pushed into Kansas or have they just not migrated like they normally have? Our birds, in my opinion, have adapted. They have adapted to city limits. They have adapted to, you know, I mean, I, I could, in, in two months, I'll send you guys a text picture of 5,000 mallards sitting on train cars eating grain on top of a train car. So you bring up a good point. <laughs> what? And I'm glad you brought it up because Swear. I think... Train's not moving, right? Train's not moving. <laughs> and it's sitting next to an was, ethanol It's plant. an easier way to migrate. And when they <laughs> when they, they spill all the grain, yeah. and there are between uh, five and 15,000 birds on top of these grain carts sitting there eating corn in downtown Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I've got pictures. S- yeah, send me a video or a picture. It's, it's insane. Absolutely insane. But and I mean, they've... And they're smart, these birds. Well, you do. You bring up a good point, right? Nature adapts. For sure. Inevitably. For sure. So with a growing population in areas and you get, right, every neighborhood we see that goes in has got this giant, yeah. you know, lake in the middle sure. with the fountain <laughs> that keeps the water open. Um, so you got more waterways. You got all this stuff going on. So is it the migration or are ducks just more spread out? And so to you, you feel like the migration changed, but what you're alluding to is they adapt and they're just. Yeah. And I think there's, a, I mean, I, I think, I don't think there's one right answer. Cause you right. Know, I mean, if, if we were really to have this conversation with some data, we'd have to look at, you know, grand pass numbers in the last five years, um, Swan, you know, and, and start looking at the numbers and see if they've traditionally had the ducks or if, it's trending elsewhere. But and, you then know, also go to Shoto Bottoms in Oklahoma and, you know, start checking in these other areas and really see if that's the case. But then correlate it to the weather for those years for sure. too. So there's so many variables. Sure. Without a doubt. And, and, you know, hunting in Arkansas like I do, I truly believe a, a certain group of duck, a moist soil mallard, migrates to a different area of Arkansas than, say, a dry field or a hard protein type mallard. They they travel in different at different times, different weather patterns, different everything. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's 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 a great debate topic. I am old enough now to where I don't have a heated debate about it anymore. Like some of yeah. these guys, I mean, they are livid and avid that this is what happens. Man, I'm not a duck. I don't know. I, I just hope to see enough to where I can yeah. shoot some. That's true. So, Unless you could track them all. With 
you know. You're exactly right. Like, and I mean, how you know, that's why you, they're doing the transmitters. You know, and it's yeah. cool that they, they do. do. Yeah. It's really cool that they do because they are learning a lot. But. But yeah. What was the crazy? The Did you look it up? Duck? What was the duck that made it from like within a couple weeks? It made it from Canada and it flew like across the Atlantic into Russia. It was a pintail. Oh, yeah. Was it a pintail? Yeah, the Drake pintail. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It was banded radio I just radio vividly remember. Yeah. Well, there was, uh, you know, down in Arkansas, there were mallards flying from basically the Stuttgart area over to Mississippi every day. <clears throat> it might have even been Louisiana. I mean, it was a long ways every daily, single day. Daily routine? Daily. Jeez. Oh my daily. Gosh. Flying back and forth. Go over there, hang out, and then come back. They're on that high. Co- it's just, and I don't know if that doing was an ultra marathon. I don't know if it was a food source, if it was lack of pressure. So if, it, didn't they announce that spec this year that did like Canada to like Alberta to Louisiana in like two days or something like yeah, that? It's crazy. I, I, Absolutely, it might have been three days. I don't know. Did it stop? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, not it, for it, very it long. Decoyed. <laughs> it yeah. stopped. I don't know. Oh, you mean no? I think it. Yeah, that's a. What I I'm think saying. it was a. It was a straight shot, wasn't it? Like, I don't, I don't, how long would it take to drive that? If, and you think you're driving at seventy miles an hour nonstop? It's going to take you at least two days. Yeah. So he's doing the same thing, or what? One of these days, you guys need to have a biologist, waterfowl biologist, come in for a podcast and just really get some right. Because he's probably listening to us right now, going, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> And he's, and he's itching. Yeah, he's like, he's wrong, like, wrong. He's scratching wrong. his head. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> but, you know, I mean, that's that's what I wonder this stuff all the time. Well, and we like, want to learn. I mean, I'll be I'll, I'll sitting in a layout blind in North Dakota and watching a migration. All right, how long would it take them to get to Iowa if I leave in the morning? You know, like you wonder all that stuff. Sure. And, and how many stops do they need to make? If mm-hmm. You know, if they finally tell themselves, ah, I got to get down and eat rice. Rice sounds good, you know. Captain Crunch over Raisin Bran. Yeah. I mean, does it make them do something different? Right. I don't know. I would yeah. take Captain Crunch over I Raisin Bran. I would too, for sure. <laughs> Way faster. I, but you know what I'm saying? I mean... There's days I'd rather eat steak than sushi. No, there's not. There's days I'd rather eat a tenderloin over a hamburger. You know, yes, so does that yeah. make me do something, take a right on this street compared to... Surely a duck's the same way. Surely they don't want to always eat corn. I mean... Well, yeah, they've got you know, to... Maybe they'd rather have sit in willows and eat invertebrates. Maybe they'd rather have Hot moist food. soil. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, man. It does it's, make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. See, that's why I'm, I wish you know a duck could talk because oh, man, we'll you could to, learn a lot. Yeah, we'll have to set that up. Yeah, uh, a a biologist would love Podcast to come in and talk about this stuff because yeah. this is what they do for a living. Mm-hmm. So, is there any any big refuges like like that in Iowa? No, something with but there's with counts. There's yeah, we do counts, counts every week. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, I mean, I've my hunting buddies and I have you know laughed about. Grand Pass holds more ducks than the whole state of Iowa combined. Refuge counts. Really? They'll, yeah, they'll do refuge counts from the Missouri, you know, from Sioux City, the west side of the state, all the way over the east side of the state, you know, and they do refuge, refuge counts every Wednesday or Tuesday, and then pro, pu- publish them on Thursday, and, you know, 5,000, 20,000, 7,500. And then you look and, up the Grand Pass numbers at the same time. You got a million. <laughs> you know, and you're like, okay, 75 plus 5 plus. Hey, we're at one hundred twenty-two thousand or four hundred thousand. Even it's not even close. It's like ugh. it's hard Jeez. to swallow. So, yes, we do refuge counts, but I. You I, think if you did like the field of dreams thing, you know, they'd come. We we've tried that. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. I mean, we, we don't do flooded corn in our refuges necessarily. <clears throat> they don't manage for waterfowl. And that's what you are saying earlier because they just, they're here and then they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we have resting areas and that's it. We don't have. Hold them areas, yeah, feed them areas. Yeah. We really don't. I mean, you know, there will be some corn in some areas and if we get enough rain, it'll flood. Like we had, we had some refuge corn where I hunt last year and, you know, Water never got up into it. But you could get them to stay, I think, if you... You could probably get them to stay longer, but you got to think about it from their point of view. What brings in revenue? You've got everybody climbing up the wall to try and draw an Iowa deer tag. Correct. How many people yeah. are trying to get an nobody, Iowa... Nobody's, nobody wants to come to Iowa to, for waterfowl. from out of state to hunt waterfowl. Yeah, so it, it's that's about why revenue, you, That's too. why you can buy an over-the-counter waterfowl well, would tag it be, and not an over-the-counter deer tag. And I'm just... So I'm going to play devil's advocate, though. And if you start hunting Canada, North Dakota, and you're following the migration, that's just one more place you can stop, though. I mean, you talk about hunting there, you come down, you skip over Iowa. So it's a great, great point. So here, here's what we've, you know, in, in our world of duck boats, eating breakfast, solving the world's problems, you have some very big sand lakes, some very big refuges in South Dakota. Nybrera some very big resting areas. Then you have some smaller ones, and then you have some giants down in Missouri, right? Swan Lake, Grand Pass, what am I, Fountain Grove. Right. So they're sitting, and that's, as a crow flies, what, six hours, maybe? And we just talked yeah. about a spec covering how many miles yeah. in three days? So not very far to their next yeah. great spot. Yeah, they don't. And, and <laughs> If you why stop in this town when I can go a few hours correct. more and be in right and, and here's the other crazy part per capita per hunter per square mile Iowa's huge there are so many duck hunters in the state of Iowa so not only do we have lack of hiding spots and food we have an absorbent amount of duck hunters okay so then I so would bring up pressure lack of places to hide and eat yeah and massive refuges to our north and to our south yeah. I think, and they are smart. So I think they're True. like, yeah, we're good. But if you have an absorbent, yeah, absorbent. spell that, uh, amount of duck hunters that like to waterfowl hunt, giving them the opportunity to hunt in-state, you know, maybe they are more apt to buy some in-state tags than yeah. to I don't think we have a problem with the in-state hunters. It's a matter of drawing out-of-state hunters to kill ducks in the state of Iowa. guys to come to yeah. Iowa to hunt. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. We got plenty of hunters. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Well, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with so. you there. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I do know I'm ready, though. I know. I feel like it's just all these seasons mashed together. Yeah, they do. And you think you have time, and then all of a sudden you blink, and it's over, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times, I mean, how long have we been trying to get hook up and go south, you know? It's just, you think you have, 60 days is not a long time. You it's go out, not. You go out to California, what do they got, 110, se 110 day season? Oh, oh my God. 120-day <clears throat> season. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And no zones? Is that statewide? No, I believe or? they have some, I believe they have a zoning system. Kind of like we probably do speaking the north, out of middle, my, south. I would imagine they do. It's such a long state that yeah. you figure. I'm pretty sure they do. We just do, need to get something on the calendar before you leave today. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. But it, my big thing is I want to make sure it's good. And there's just, you know, with the, the fluctuating water down south compared oh, yeah. to. Well, yeah, because. Yeah. I mean, if you don't mind it, you know, we can go down and twiddle our thumbs. We could 
kill hogs, I guess. But I mean, if you, you know, I, I, I want you guys to go come down and experience. I mean, that's not true. It, it could be a bad hunt, still a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it really is. I mean, you know, anytime you can sit by the Missouri or the Mississippi River, look out into flooded woods, have a campfire, yeah. eat good food. Well, that's what time. we were alluding to. That's part of the joy of the duck hunting. I think, sure. I think Travis's ears were burned because didn't you just we we had a shout out. We called him out mm-hmm. in the last couple podcasts about Patrick not going. He said he's never hunted uh, <laughs> flooded timber. And well, we we're said, talking well, about, you know, yeah. the different environments, you know, that you can hunt in. And you've probably hunted in all of them. You know, you got your your timber holes, right? And they're just dropping straight in on you. Mm-hmm. You got your big open water. You got your, you know, right. flooded corn. Field you know, hunting. and Field yeah. hunting and um, flooded rice where it's just shallow right so i don't well this would be a good question for you doing them all do you have a favorite over another without a doubt timber now if you would ask me when i was 22 years old and i was a quote-unquote killer Mm -hmm. it didn't matter to me really but now looking back i'd rather kill three ducks in the woods than 30 in the in an open dry field or rice field you like the timber i do i like the the romance of it the yeah timber hunting to me is you really have to work them um, you know, to get them in, mean, there's plenty of holes in the woods, you know, there's plenty of spots they can go to, but mm-hmm. to really get them to finish into that spot, to watch that, to watch yeah, how they react. Ugh, there's nothing like it. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely what I would rather that, do. I mean, besides, and I say big open water. I mean, I've done big lakes and I've done flooded fields. I've done field yeah. hunting, timber yeah. hunting's the one thing that I haven't. Yeah. And it, it it's funny because, you know, there have been people I have taken timber hunting that afterwards like, yeah, I kind of like the open stuff because they like to see, you mm-hmm. know, they like to be able to see. And in the woods, I mean, you're looking, you know, right. it's right there. Uh, you do a lot of blind calling in the woods where you're just, and I mean, it echoes. And all yeah. of a sudden, you know, you know you'll hear you come through that, you know, and they see you before you see them a lot of times. You might not be mm-hmm. shooting ducks on big open water, but I can see them flying. Right, yeah. right. And <laughs> I got to the point, away. I don't know if it's my ADD or what, I I don't want to watch them. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can yeah. go to a park and watch ducks. I want to work them. I, I want them to actually, I don't even, honestly, I'm to the point, I don't care if I finish them. I just want to have that interaction. You know, I want to see what works. I want to, I want to hit them on a corner and see them tip or, or see them flare, you know, say, so, oh, they didn't like that. You know, I mean, yeah. that's the, that's the coolest part, in my opinion, about duck hunting is you truly never have it figured out. The day you think you do, and I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer if we call Jimbo right now, hey, you got ducks figured out? Partner? I don't think I'll ever have them figured out. I mean, he'll be the first one to tell you. I mean, that you know, you, <laughs> the day you think you have them figured out, they'll do something totally opposite. And that's what's so much fun about it is, you know, you, know, you, don't, you don't necessarily have a trail cam on your duck hole. You know, or yeah. you know that four thirty. You know he's sniffing Susie every day along that trail. Yeah. There's no, that's not duck hunting. You know, right? That you're hunting a totally different duck from day in and day out. A lot of times in the fall. Is your setup in timber hunting? Is it less decoys and just like yeah. you, you don't need as <laughs> yes. much as when you're I mean, hunting? It, it's you're kicking a lot of water, and I mean, there's been a, on a lot of timber hunts. I don't even have a decoy. It's all motion in the water. Two dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking water. I mean, you know, ha- as much movement as possible yeah. in the water. I mean, you know, even spinners aren't as effective as they used to be in the woods. Um, you know, the flash helps a little bit get their attention, but a lot of times we'll cut them 
And it's ripples. The ripples really make <clears throat> the difference. Gotcha. So the more you can kick the water, move the water, anything. It's crazy. Like, you know, when we're getting the spread out in the morning, it's getting light and we're moving boats around and just pushing boats around or even the motor kick, how many ducks will try to land in that wake behind the boat? You're like, jeez, you know. But once it gets light enough, they see what that is. But right. but all they see is the ripples in the water and they think it's ducks swimming around in there. So they come right to that. You know, <laughs> something to be said is why motion decoys are really taking off because mm-hmm. for sure. It's uh I mean, you've probably seen it. I've seen it. It's, I mean, everybody needs, you know, they come in, they'll get a new spinner if they don't have one, but I don't, I'd like to see what the number is. And I, if I had to make a guess anywhere from five to 10 to one. Yeah. Well, one's buying a water motion of some kind. Sure. Might even be a jerk rig, but they're something to take a drone water, take a drone and, and go 300 yards above a refuge. And see what you see. <clears throat> it's going to look like a water fight. It's going to literally look like a bunch of kids in a, in a pool in the summer. And every once in a while, you'll see a flicker, you know, where they'll stretch and they'll, they'll flap. But it's not constant. Mm-hmm. You know, if a duck comes, they'll flap and land. But a lot of times, if you look at a resting area, it's every once in a while, you'll see a white flicker or they'll stretch their wings. But it is like kids in a pool, you know, the first day of summer break. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a water fight. That's what you got to mimic. That's a good analogy. But yeah, it makes sense. It's crazy. I mean, I've done it. I've sat and looked on a drone and watched ducks, and it's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's busy. It is really busy. It's a wonder. We After that, I'm like, how do we kill anything? Because, you know, you look at our spreads. <laughs> and, and they're, they're statues. Yeah. yeah. And you've got, you know, you got two splashers. You're like, oh, look at all the movement. No. Not yeah. Close. You should have, honestly, and this maybe, this, let's let it be a sales pitch. You should have 48 splashers and four stationary decoys. Well, it's we crazy. Talk, remember we were talking about uh, with Josh. Yeah. We were setting up a challenge for him. He's going to use a dozen decoys. He's going to have six water motion and six decoys. But, but and every time he kills, Well, he no, I think he was going to do a mix, and every time he kills a duck, he was going to take one out, one, um, one stationary decoy out until it's just six, nothing right. but water motion. Right. Which I think he'll still kill ducks. Oh, for sure. For sure. That, wasn't that what it was, Chandler? Yeah, wasn't something it? like that. And then you might have reversed it, too. You might try something different, like where... Where you take nothing but water motion. Well, yeah, you start removing hunt. water motion. I, I don't know. And then your next hunt, do spinners and see... He was trying to figure out. the cor- Try to find a correlation between... Yeah. yeah. But water motion is definitely... There's no such thing as too much water motion. No. 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 And I've heard people say, you know, like, remember the old Mallard machines? Oh, it's too loud. I still giggle at that one because I mean I've listened to real ducks in the water and it it sounds like a a hydrant if you has get, yeah. you know how when they clean the hydrants out in the summer mm-hmm. that's what it sounded like there is yeah it's you crazy. can find videos you talked about it you don't have a trail cam but you there are I don't know like yeah I know. The, but it uh, you can find videos where they do put. You sure. know, in a yeah. duck hole sure. yeah. and listen to oh, yeah. all the racket oh, they're making. It's so busy. I don't know how they sleep. I don't know when ducks sleep. Because they're, <laughs> they're, 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 yeah, they're just, just, it's insane. It's nonstop. I mean, I've thought about like mounting trolling motors in the, like to a tree and just putting a battery there and just turning it on. It's just right above the, you know, right at the water line and just putting a froth into the, into the woods. I don't know why it wouldn't work. It's not a bad idea. One of them light hand controlled, just. And I'm pretty sure probably somebody's already doing it. But Mm -hmm. yeah, one of those light hand controlled. We can do it too. 
Yes. <laughs> I know. Like, I, whatever. I mean, because wasn't that the what the old Mallard machine? Yeah, it was, a, it was, it was the a, prop or whatever. Yeah, Troll motor head. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Because that wouldn't make any noise either. Mm-mm. No, not at all. And I, I'm. I... People do ask on what was it on certain things like. Man, that buzzing sound, or whether it's you know what oh, yeah. it is, and I'm thinking, yeah. it's I'm just it's not enough. It's not gonna. Oh, it's yeah. it's not gonna deter flare bird. No, the ducks flying in. That's yeah. not what's bad calling light or being Maybe. seen. Being yeah. seen. Yeah, I think height. being seen more than anything. Yeah. Some of the worst calls I've ever heard are real birds. You know, oh, like you true. and I talk about that turkey turkey hunting. hunting yeah, yeah. Um, but the first year we came out with the motion decoys. You know, our limiter decoys on high wind. You'd hear it tick 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 on hitting the sides. You know, uh-huh. and I had a rider. We were in North Dakota. Oh, I think the birds are hearing that. I'm like, man, it's a 40 mile an hour wind. They are not hearing tick 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 every once in a while you know but right that's but that's the beauty of waterfowl is we know you never agree with it everybody has an opinion sure you know and that's yeah. kind of cool that way because you know well, there, yeah there's more than one way to be successful for sure but i mean I, I can't tell you how many times i've seen live birds flare off live birds you know especially early season right now where these these family groups of geese you know, mom and dad don't want to bear, embarrass themselves, so they're not going to go barreling into the whole group with a bunch of kids that don't know how to drive yet. You know, they're gonna they're gonna mosey on over to the side, land, and then walk into the group. You know, and it's just they're still learning, they're still yeah. teaching. You're not trying to say waterfowl hunters are opinionated, are you? Holy hell! I've always <laughs> thought if you if you put 20 waterfowlers in a room for two hours. You know, you'll walk out and there'll be one or two left. And deer hunters, you know, you do that. And two hours later, they're all best friends. Yeah. You know, duck hunters Make are sure very, it's a padded very, room. Yeah. yeah. But there's, yeah, there's no right or wrong way. I mean, there's a consensus on a few things that you need to do, but. For sure. And yeah. As long I, as you're out there, you're having fun, you're hunting, you're. Aaron nailed enjoying it. Enjoying it. Just got to hide, man. Yeah. The hide's. First and foremost, the most important thing, in my opinion. Yes, you'll still kill ducks, you know, if you don't brush everything completely. But consistently, in your face, finishing them the right way, disappear. Yeah, to equate it to a deer hunter. Yeah. When you see him brushing a ground blind and you can't see the ground blind, Mm -hmm. that's what you want your duck blind to be. Yeah, without a doubt. I would say there are a couple things that waterfowl hunters could agree on. The best nap you'll ever have is in a blind. The best breakfast you'll ever have is in a blind. Easily in a blind. Yep. I've had some good naps in a layout blind. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Like, yeah, just like a 20 or 30-minute nap in a layout blind mid-afternoon. Yeah. Like, hard. I hard usually naps. wake up to a gun blast. Dad didn't tell me to wake up. And man. I got one. <laughs> we went zip-tied. You remember Tyson Keller? I hope Tyson Keller will hear this. <clears throat> one at... We used to snow goose hunting with Tony and everybody, but he fell asleep, and we zip-tied his blind. <laughs> all the way down <laughs> you know to the stubble straps and had a big wad come in We're like all right here we go get ready and he's up you know getting ready <laughs> couldn't get out of the blind oh my gosh <laughs> good, might good, borrow good that times. one yep just that's <laughs> a fun one they won't get out but by far the best breakfast you'll ever have is cooked by open far. air in a boat or a yeah. blind or oh yeah Yep, stirred with a screwdriver because you forgot your forks. Or <laughs> yep, <special>. yep. <laughs> we've all done it. We're all laughing because we've all done it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, yep. It's about that time. Yes, it is. It's about that time. What's a? We usually ask about products, but 
Are you, are you allowed to talk about any? Well, I was wanting to talk about Aspire. So we haven't talked about that on this podcast. We, no, we, we haven't. Yeah. We've done videos on XDs and the, you know all the yeah. banded clothing. We've done banded clothing. Well, when Aspire first came out, we talked about the waiters. Yeah, we talked about the yeah. waiters, but yeah. I don't know but, if we, but yeah, I don't I we mean, saw the jackets and everything. Yeah, man, it's flat taken off. Yeah. And it's been, it's been a, a, a really, really good addition for us. So um, how does that fit into everything, into the mix? As far as like you've got Avery, you've got Banded, you've got Aspire. Um, Aspire's Banded. Okay. Yeah, Aspire's Banded. It's just it's just your top end. You know, it's got Primaloft Gold in it. Um, it has event fabric, which is based. Remember, this is what mm-hmm. we talked about. Based right here in Kansas City. Um, you know, it's 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 one of the most breathable membranes that you can buy, and uh, it's waterproof. Waterproof. All I mean, Aspire's waterproof. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we we were the first waterfowl company to use it. It's been used in some hiking boots, um, in a lot of the military grade. Um, clothing, stuff like that. I think okay. snow and ski too a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. K2, I believe, in the past has used some of that stuff or or one of those brands. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been an amazing addition. It's, it, and it's done really well. We've increased the warranties on it because it's built so well. Um, you know, it's pricey stuff, but you definitely, you know, the one thing <laughs> that, you know, you can look at it in waterfowlers is they want to be comfortable and warm. And, and dry and yeah you know a lot of things and I you know I I've be on my second year with my aspires and you know the one thing I can say is I've been dry and warm and you know you can wear the waders I've worn them in September and I've worn them in January and I've been totally comfortable and confident and and um, yeah they're nice yeah that that that, that membrane's pretty impressive so the aspire line I know the waders. So oh, you're yeah. doing We've done jackets, a full line of jackets, coats, vests. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Bibs. We've, we're doing bibs now as well. Okay. Yeah, it just keeps growing. I mean, we, it, you know, and it's <laughs> the beauty of us, and I've always said this, and these guys have probably heard it, is we all duck hunt. So, mm-hmm. you know, if if Jimmy Joe Bob or whomever calls us and say, "Boy, I'd really like to see a vest in this," or "I'd really, you know, I think you guys are missing," we don't laugh and and you know say, hey, "We're going to build what we want to build." We listen because you know we're like, you know what, that's a good idea. Or we are out and like, man, it'd be great to have this in Aspire, you know, and to really add the, some of the features that are missing in say a lower price product type deal. So yeah, um, the Aspire line is taken off and and every year you know we i just met with stevie and we've got two or three new products going to be going into the spire line this year and it'll be exciting okay. and and really um you know some pieces that needed to be put in the line yeah yeah and in the store i mean you know the august sale we sold a fair amount of aspire waiters and clothing you know we've had a a really it's hard for really, me to make really, it over there that weekend <clears throat> yeah you're a little busy in the decoy department <laughs> That's why I got to bring five guys. I know. There's no way that yeah. can cover it you all. You usually bring a team. We have to. Yeah. Aspire line. So, and, and we'll wrap up Aspire maybe a little yeah. bit. I mean, just it's premium quality. I think I remember it was a lot of the early stuff was kind of based on solids, but you guys are offering multiple yeah. camo patterns. Yeah. You know, the solids, I wouldn't call it a fad, but people are really enjoying the solid. I wear, I, I never thought I would have worn solid. You know, mm-hmm. I was always a camo guy. Um, but the beauty of a solid is, I mean, how many of us are always, you know, you push it to the limit. I got to go pick up my kid. I've got to go mm-hmm. to a parent teacher conference. 
I'm in solids, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So I just, yeah. uh, I take the waders off and I'm still in my hunting coat and off I go. And, you know, yeah. Other than having a duck feather or some blood on me, they don't have any idea that I just got out of a duck blind. So, you know, that is nice on the solids, but yeah, we're offering it in, in Realtree and Mac and uh, Mossy Oak patterns. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, what solids? Time. Brown? Yeah, more like, it's like a, what do you call it? Like an olive like drab a, or yeah. a crock. We call okay. it a crock color. Um, it's a, like kind of like, like a chest, I guess, with your hoodies, man. you know, okay. like a darker green sort oh, of. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> it matches really well in willows and, and um, cypress. <laughs> I know. But yeah, it, it matches really well in that stuff. Really well. Oh. You guys, I'm sure you guys are always in the works with other stuff, but anything else people You're allowed to talk about? Be, There's a lot. If you can. I, I, let's just, let's put it this way. This is going to be a very big year for us. 2023. 23. Yeah. I, I think that's what people forget. Oops, excuse me. Uh, people forget or don't understand. Um, we're already working on 23. You know, right. I, I get that this is 2022's duck season, but you know, mm-hmm. we're already working on our meetings to, for product for next year. Mm-hmm. So when we do roll into August, that's when all the new stuff, all the new stuff that they're going to buy at the August show, we're, we're, we're doing those orders right now. You know, I mean, people are like, oh, man, you've got the best job in the world. You hunt for a living and you sell a little bit. I'm like, man, selling is like year round. I mean, it's spring line, fall line. It just never stops. It never stops. Mm -hmm. And then once you get it booked, then you have a little bit of time off, but you go to shows. And then once shows start, stuff starts rolling in. And then you, you know, got the store sets and it's time to go. So, yeah, it's, but yeah, there's 23 is going to be pretty fun. Now, I'm excited. Some trend I'm seeing, and I'm sure you're seeing it too. A lot of manufacturers were kind of thin on their new products for the last couple of years because of manufacturing lead times and shipping and all the confusion and the, you know, a lot of things just came to a halt. Are you seeing a trend in more companies coming out with more new products again as opposed to the last couple of years? Or uh, that's a good question. I think um, you know, COVID. I hate to even say the C word, you know, yeah. but COVID has really changed our world in so many ways. And I think we're starting to trend back to, um, you know, get, I mean, let's be, let's be honest. When, when we didn't have workers, they went and got other jobs or they went and did other things. And now, you know, now that the world's operating somewhat back at normal capacity, you've got to get these employees back. And a lot of these employees have moved on or not done something else. So it's taken a while to, you know, us manufacturers are like, all right, let's just get the product here. Let's get, just get the product that sure, we're making like here. That's where the focus that was, was the focus. Correct. Or, or, Hey, we've got one new product this year. You're, and correct. That's it. Correct. And, and I mean, the cost to get the product made shipped was here on time roof. was through the roof. So now that a lot of these companies have weathered that storm, Yes. I mean, us included. <laughs> I, I'll i go on record for saying this is the most, these are, this is the most samples, new samples I have ever brought in to show Stevie or Steve in the history. And that's of, on the clothing. And I've been here for 25 years. Clothing side. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Gotcha. Clothing, decoys. Yep. Some, some clothing, some decoys, some new bags, some new gun cases. Just a bunch of some new waiters, yeah. some new other stuff. I, you know, I'll just wait till it hits the market. It's, it's, it's going to be a uh, pretty impressive. You brought decoys in today. I did. And yeah. I think I brought that up on one, but, <clears throat> and correct me if I'm wrong, but like decoys, like when you guys came out with the fully flocked, 
because people ask a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Man, how do these hold up? And you brought me the ones. I mean, you guys use these decoys before oh, they throughout go out a season. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not like you guys make yeah. them and you know put them in a tub and do a few things. Right. I mean, you go hunt with them for sure. Make sure they're going to hold up a season, and it's not just a couple hunts. I mean, you guys, no, I mean that's that's the you whole, put them through yeah, the ringer, without a doubt. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here on a on a high horse and say we haven't missed, you know, we haven't screwed up a product or something, or missed missed a process or something like that. But we've always been big on all right, all right, we we messed this up, let's fix it, let's yeah. fix it. We'd rather fix it than act like we don't have a problem, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some of the products I showed today. We hunted them hard last year just to make sure they didn't fail, you right. know, because I mean, right. we had, again, we have had products fail uh, yeah. once we've come out with them and it's not a fun process, sure. you know, and that's not what we want to do. We don't, yeah. we don't come to something to the market with something that we think is going to fail. So you know? speaking of, you were talking about fully flocked. We shot a video today, a fully flocked decoy comparison. What's the best way to clean a fully flocked decoy? Wait till they dry. And then I use, uh, you know, those, uh. It's not a brass brush, bristle brush, but more like a, you know, like our the old brooms type deal. Yeah, they got a little hand, like a horse brush. Yeah, exactly right. So I let it dry, and then I just take all the dirt off that way. Um, From like a like a dustpan, little handheld. Yeah, kind of like that, but with more, you know, a little little bit more stiffer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. And I do that. then I'll, I'll, I'll spray them right off too. But you I can mean, spray them off with a oh, hose. Yeah, the fly. You don't want to. You don't want to uh, power wash them. <laughs> Talked about no, no power wash. Yeah, don't yeah, no don't power don't put your power you wash spray nozzle. Them, you, you can spray them right off. I, yeah. I, my fully flocked have always lasted real well. I mean, I think that your biggest fear on fully flocked is really letting them rub hard on each other or over the course. Weights <clears throat> rubbing on them. Yeah, stuff like that. But yeah. you know, if you put them, I mean. I've got my, my trailer, and maybe this is just me getting older and not as ambitious, but my goose trailer has a seed bag full of fully flocked. I still let them rub, and they, they've held up a lot. So you're not slotting them? Not anymore. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, and it takes extra time. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, we asked Josh that same question. He goes, I just throw them all together. Well, yeah. he said he was going to slot his fully flocked, but even flocked-headed, I don't slot flocked-headed yeah. Yeah. decoys either. Yeah. yeah, I suppose if you're going to slot a decoy fully flocked, I mean, if you were... And I got no problem with people that do because it is an investment, you know. But, I mean, but Texas rigs are a big thing now, sure. Uh, yeah. Which Avery has a line of those, oh, yeah. and so, you know, but slotting with Texas rigs because you like it's to tough. keep them all I together, and you up. do them in an open top bag or right. something like yeah. that. But you, you know, know, it's a good. You know, people ask all the time; they get nervous. Oh, for sure. For fully flocked, I mean, and it's an know, investment. I for get sure it. it is. For um, sure. And I try to tell people because I still think I have the ones you brought in that you guys hunted with and i'm like look yeah i mean these were hunted hard for sure well the xd you know this test you guys do with the xd i, I still mean, got them yep i, don't know, I saw them in the store at the store so yeah. they're marked hey the, the, you know people also gotta understand it's a tool and tools are made to be used you know yeah. and yeah. i mean some of my my favorite tools look rough you know but they still do the sure. job they mm-hmm. still work yeah. i mean i've you know just because yeah, well, you lose a little bit of flocking on a head or something, you're not going to kill any right. less bees. I mean, let's be honest. All the decoys, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're looking at greenhead gear, funnel approach, yeah, uh, G&H, Avian X. They all look really good. 
you know, oh, probably, you know, if we were to have this, uh, a Canada goose and a mallard and a pintail here having a conversation and be like, ah, you guys are crazy. They don't need to look that good. You know, yeah. I mean, seriously, it's more for the hunter than it is for the bird. I mean, right. More for the consumer. Without a doubt. I've told them stories where I grew up hunting over milk jugs. On That's the all my dad. River. I was going to say you all know? my dad did milk jugs, so, trash bags. Yep. They but would. there, there is something to be said about finishing birds too. And, you know, we don't use lead anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we do right. use some non-toxic stuff and, and you do want them, you do want to, you do want to be smart and, and kill them at a lethal range, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so having a, having a, a decoy that finishes birds consistently is pretty important. Well, I'm excited, especially being at the store. It's like each year, you know, I'm like, all right, what comes out next oh, yeah. that I can, you know? Yeah. Brandon's got the box open before we can get it out. out. <laughs> you know, it comes off the truck and he's back there inspecting yeah. it. He gets excited. So, oh, good. And it's been a while, like you said. I mean, it's, you know, we're going on into three years now. Really. That not a lot of new stuff has come that, in. Yeah. It's just kind of been status quo. You and know? you're just happy to have product, period. And, and you, yeah. just, you just want product. And yep. now we're, you sure. know, we want to see something new. Oh, yeah. Um, because yeah. we got spoiled. We did. Right? I mean, we were getting new yeah. products from all every the year. companies. Mm -hmm. Every year a new product would come out yep. that you could add to your line or, mm -hmm. you know, we want the new best thing or yeah, something. You want to be the first one to have the new, you know, when the XDs came out, that painted heads. Yeah. You know, it's it, got to have them, you know, so. Yeah. It is. It's exciting to. Well, there for a while, too. I feel like in the industry, if you didn't have something new, you became irrelevant. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And there's so, like I said, so many brands out there that make a really good looking decoy, mm -hmm. you know? So, yep. Yeah. You, you got to, well, yeah, we're duck hunters. You always want something new sure. and improved or, or just something to add to your spread. You know, I mean, I wish it was as easy as just coming out with a different pose in a box every single year, you know, but there's, and there's some things that we can do. And I mean, we, we do every year. And you know. a, on the Avery side, they've always had a really good lineup of sure. decoys. Yeah, very broad. You know, for yeah. every type of hunter that, mm -hmm. you know, from a from some sort of puddler pack to diver, diver pack to yeah. your mallards, you know, yeah. and a broad line. Huh? Silhouettes. Silhouettes. Yeah. 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 We've got I was waiting to bring okay. that up. Yeah, was going we've got a lot of new ones. Very impressed with the silhouettes yeah. last year. We got um, a lot of new silhouettes coming out this I year. I mean, the Which detail. We, yeah, if and you're if you're around the area, you can stop into the store because we've got them on display. Because you've got what you come out with. You came out with snow geese. You came out with honkers, snow specks, honkers, and mallards. 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 Yeah, but next year we've got we're at least if not doubling, tripling that lineup. But mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. the mat or like anti glare and like the the photo detail is is you know yeah, it's the best show. I've seen so far in the industry. Yeah, Did, have really have nice. you used a lot of silhouettes when I was a kid? You know, that's it's that's it's so mm -hmm. fun to watch it come full circle. You know, <laughs> exactly. As a kid, we'd we'd go to these construction sites and they'd throw all their particle board in the dumpster and we'd take them out and we'd draw a goose and we'd spray paint it black and you know, and we had all these big panel blinds and everything and then we're like, Man, look at these layout blinds. Whew, look at these full bodies and then we transitioned all full bodies and layout blinds and now no, we're transitioning panel blinds back and silhouettes. To panel blinds and silhouettes. <laughs> it is <laughs> It's, it's you know you, and it's great. even these, over socks. Oh yeah, and these twenty year olds. Oh man, have you seen these silhouettes? These are revolutionary. I'm like, holy cow. Okay, you know, because I mean, silhouettes have been around longer than sure. they, they've been around. Just yeah, fun. but 
I don't. I haven't seen any printed but, like the GHG. Correct. The quality, I will say you're yeah. right. The quality, and that's yes. that's just you know the way it is. I mean, it's, the quality is definitely absolutely. changed. But over the years, you learn and or a new process of making something comes out. Yep. So it's, you yeah. know, um, yeah. But they they, yeah. I've had great feedback. At least you know, working on the store side. Oh yeah, we've sold. You know, when we've you sold can, a bunch of them. You know, and they're up there, so you can see them and and mm-hmm. you know feel them. And um, now they're nice. They're yep. super nice. Yep. And the picture quality, it's not. You know, distorted at all. It's pretty sharp. No, yeah. uh-uh. Yeah. Because yep. people ask that all the time. Like trying to describe it over the phone sometimes. Impossible. Kind of, you know, and they're. That's they why add, it's so. It's glare and, and what's it, you know, thickness and there's just. I wish I could put it in everybody's hand. I know. Yeah. That's the beauty of having brick and mortar stores still, though. I mean, uh, you know, I get the internet gets a lot of sales, but there's something to be said for, especially in the waterfowl world of, of walking into a store and grabbing four brands and comparing to yourself sure. or trying on three different pairs of brand of waders or a coat. And yeah. <clears throat> I know there's ways. I know there's Carvana, but most people still want to go to a dealership and <laughs> test drive what they're going to exactly buy before. For sure. And we were talking about on one of our last podcasts about how a lot of the big box stores, you want to go in and they might have two waiters and four boxes of decoys total, eight boxes of decoys no, you're total. You're giving them a little bit there. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, you're 100% right. You know, you've got stores like ours or other ones that mm-hmm. are not huge chains and they're not big box stores. They're independent retailers that they've got a full supply of everything you can imagine. Yeah, we got a lot of doubt. boxes. Yeah, well, and they, they 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 give you options. You know, I got no. You know, that's the other thing. Like, man, I, I saw you talking to the so and so rep. I can't believe you guys talk. I'm like, competition's good. Competition is what fuels America. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. and just because he sells brand X and I sell brand Z doesn't mean we can't be friends. I, mean, I respect him. He respects me. And yeah. and I'm not going to be upset if. Jim goes and buys that over mine. I mean, that's his prerogative. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we all we both have great features. It's up to whomever. It's up to the buyer to decide what sure. he wants. You know, competition, competition inspires innovation. Amen. And competition's good. Yeah, competition's good. And sometimes you just the consumer side has always chosen that brand. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter what you come out yeah. with, or if your dad did it. You know, that's just what the sun will go do, you know. Sure. And that's what they're sticking with. Yeah. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. No, but no. if you haven't seen her new silhouettes. But if you haven't <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a good point. If you yeah. haven't seen it. And the mallards are big, too. They are big. I'd like, I'd like you, if you are listening and you live within the Kansas City area and you can make it into the store, you do got to check them out in person. Yeah, because you've got and them it's there. It's a big difference than just seeing an image. Yeah, yeah on, we did a video on, a on computer. Them. Yeah, I saw the video. We've got yeah. them on YouTube. If mm-hmm. if you're listening and you want to look, we've done, I think, all the Canadas, the Snows, the Mallards, mm-hmm. and then you've got an all black silhouette too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yep. we did those. I mean, as soon as they came out, uh, Brandon got a bunch, and yeah, well, no problem. Went out the next day. He's a goose hunter. He gets it. Took a limit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that black pops. Yeah, you make the all black. Goose too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, do you use those s- different types of weather, or it doesn't really matter? It doesn't really matter. I mean, a lot of guys like to use them for traffic, 
to really get attention from a, a, a you know a far distance. If you're not, like in the not in the exact spot, mm-hmm. a lot of guys like to use them as fillers as well. You know, they put them on the outer edges, and then once you start working sure. them, they can key on the more detail, and you know, yeah. then, then you'll have a guy say it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, right. like my father used yeah. black milk jugs. We're not going to know until we're able to talk to well, a hunter. Sure. There it is. And if you're in the right spot, that's the main key. First and foremost yeah. is... Yeah, yeah. I guess that would be number one. Number two is hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and the reason why I say it, and we've talked about this before, but, you know, I get, I get, yeah, I don't know. I just, no luck, no luck. I do this, I do that. And, you know, it's either decoys or it's the ammo or it's something. But my first question is, you know, well, where are you hunting at? You know, you scout for ducks just like you do deer. And you, you know, Josh, how long was he saying, you know, he was scouting his different areas that he's, and you're figuring out their fly patterns or where they're going to feed. And, you know, if you're not in the area, it gets a little harder than, you don't just go out to the first open cornfield thinking you're going to, I mean, we have a cornfield where we goose, not where we goose hunt, but when they plant corn, and we're right next to a lake where there's tons of geese. I've never seen them feed in that field. And we're literally within 200 yards. Yeah. They just fly right over. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest common mistakes duck hunters make is, you know, these guys that have these permanent blinds, they go in there and do the same thing day in and day out. And they wonder why they don't, con- you know, consistently kill ducks. Well, you got to mix some things up every now and then. You got to try different things. You know, you got to use different, maybe, maybe try a different brand of decoy, you know, mix them in with the brand you've been using. I mean, there's so many things that, that duck hunters get set in their ways on that they sure. need to think outside the box a little bit. Add some silhouettes with some full bodies, put some mm-hmm. black and whites in there. Maybe take a panel blind instead of a layout blind, you know. Right. A lot to it. Yeah. Maybe paint your face one day or wear a face mask. Seriously. I mean, grow, grow out that beard. Man, I can't tell you how many people wonder why they don't kill ducks, but they're looking straight up with no face mask, face Just covering, nothing. Big white <laughs> face. Big old pie face. But I can't. I, like, there's some people that will duck hunt in just a stocking cap, and I can't. I always got to have the bill of a hat or I something to, to hide my face. Yep. I, I see it deer hunting, and it, it makes me nervous because I watch these guys, and I'm like, no mask, nothing. Yeah. I'm like, I got to cover up. But. Or just be smarter with the sun, you know, mm-hmm. shadows, whatever. I mean. Yeah. Well, solving world problems. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about all this product. We've got Aspire from Banded. we got Pro XD's Pro Grades from GHG, you know, and you talked about bags and gun cases from Avery. If a consumer or a listener hasn't, you know, doesn't know, but Avery GHG banded is all one. Correct. So, and kind of, we're going to kind of go back in time a little bit, but when was, when was Avery started? Just, just a year, not the full story. But. 1994. Yeah. They've been doing waterfowl since. Yeah. A long time. Quite a while. Long Almost time. 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it started with uh, three guys in a garage making boat blinds. Yeah. And then it, you know. And this was in, you know, Mississippi, Tennessee area. And then it got bigger and started a few gun cases, a few blind bags. And then it turned into, you know, all right, let's do some decoy weights. All right, let's do some decoy bags. But it wasn't decoys out of the chute. Oh, no, it didn't. 
decoys. It didn't start decoys till let's see. I started in ninety. I started in two thousand one, so two thousand two, two thousand three, is when we first came out with decoys. Really? Mm-hmm. Were they called pro grades back then? No, they. I think they're just called life size, maybe. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah and it, I mean, I, I I'll never forget the first conversation when when they introduced them. We were in a duck camp in Arkansas. And the owner at the time said, we are not a decoy company. We will never be a decoy company. We are a waterfowl company. And three years later, we're a pretty big decoy company. So, <laughs> so but it didn't come with grow, without growing pains. You know, I mean, there was some pretty big issues throughout a few of those years on numerous issues. And yeah. Learning a pretty curve, good spot. Right? Oh, in 2003, were you selling those decoys to Steve or, or is it? Oh, man, I tried. <laughs> I tried. I remember my, this is a pretty good story. And I know we got to get, we're getting running out of time. But the, when I first got hired, it was 2001. And I walked into the old Rogers store and, you know, walked to the back. They told me where Steve was and he was in his back office. He was actually walking out at the time. And I said, Hey, Steve, Travis Mueller, nice to meet you. I'm your new Avery rep. He goes, Okay. He goes, where's my pricing? And I gave him his pricing, and he looked at it, looked at me, looked at it, turned it around, gave it back to me, and said, why don't you come back when you've got Steve Rogers' pricing? And that was it. That was my first meeting, five minutes. And I I drove five hours down, and that's what I got. So I got back to the office, and, you know, I mean, this I didn't have Were you on the phone as soon as you walked out? I don't, 2001, I don't I mean, I might have had a cell phone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, it yeah. might have been one of those Nokias, I think, maybe. But, oh, okay. I mean, the when I finally got, yeah, yeah, when I finally got a hold of the guys phone. in the office, I'm like, I don't, did I screw up here? And they started laughing. They're like, uh, you know, Roger's a different animal for us. And, man, it was, I, you know, and I didn't have a GPS. I had a paper map trying to find the store (laughs) times have changed boy times have changed might have had dial up and map quest maybe at that time or no i don't even think i had that yeah i literally had a paper map trying to find all my dealers but yeah i mean steve and i talk about that we laugh about it every year about that first meeting and then it just got better and better and better you know it was it was crazy with all those years do you have like a like a favorite avery or product that you still like hold on to or still or just something that you remember that was like i love to wear this or this yeah, is the best what i have one after him. man that's a tough that's really a tough one i think the first year that we came out with decoys you know and i mean it, it, it's crazy if you nobody understands that's young how good are when we first came out with decoys how good they looked i mean it was like holy cow it's a real duck and i mean i look back on some of those decoys i still have some on a mantle i'm like gee those don't look good at all (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean i that was when that was a year i was really proud like man and then the year that you know we did merge with bandon we had a a full clothing line and it finally came to fruition everything we'd wanted to do in clothing and waiters and everything we had it so that was a pretty proud moment of being part of that transition Mm -hmm. and and going that route. But, you know, I still have one of the original gun cases, you know, that we made in Coffeeville, Mississippi, you yeah. know, that has the main USA tag on it oh, and everything wow. still. Old shadow grass. You oh, just yeah. keep that one tucked away? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't even use it. Yeah, you don't want to. No. But Right at that point. And I remember, no joke, it's a floating gun case, and you know what they retail for now. Right. They were seventy nine ninety nine. <laughs> really? And we, we couldn't keep them in stock. For wow. $70, $79.99, we could not keep a floating gun Oh, my gosh. That's how you know, nobody made one. 
We were yeah. the first ones to sure. make something like that. Yeah, and if you're it, oh yeah, yeah. unbelievable. I think mine is the uh, the goose shell from probably when I first started. So I don't know when they came out. It was the oversized one piece, maybe sleepers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas the mold where he was tucked, it has his head yeah. tucked in. Yeah, that was a that was a sweet yeah goose shell. And then mm. so follow up on the decoy side is like if people came in now. So we've we've mentioned pro grade. You've got an oversized series that Avery does, and yeah. then. Uh, what's called the Hunter series now. Yeah. I believe it's called the... Well, the, I think the... Does the Hunter series incorporate oversized and life size? Yeah. Both. It it's like, a, it's yes. like an umbrella. So, right. We have an XD right. Pro Grade. There you go. Yeah. XD, XD Pro Grade. Pro Grade. Life Hunter size oversized series, slash life Hunter size. series. Yeah. 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 And then Essential. We still have an Essential line, but you right. know, with... The, they're not... Yeah. It's not as dominant as it Did used to Did that kind of take over what... I guess would have been remember the hot buys. I guess is yeah, what the you essentials. Would have called oh yeah, buys. I remember yeah. the yeah. It's, just it's more essentials. Of a, essentially, a bud, more of a budget. It's a darn good decoy though. Oh, it, it actually great. is. Yeah. That one, the waterfowl weekend. That was mm-hmm. we had fun with the essentials. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one year. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, was, you got any? Hmm. I'm thinking back. He's only what is he twenty three, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something like that. I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite. I still hear a lot of people, since I do social media, inquiring about the KW one. So a lot of people are right still on that. Still a lot of people asking about KW one. So yeah, what was the buck brush? Oh man, KW one. That was mine. I was, was going to talk about grass. like oh my god, my first major duck spread with my you know my money kind of thing was a lot of pro grade mallards, but like we had this surface feeder pack at one time, and it was like all the dabbling ducks you could want, and they were all feeders, and I thought that was like the <laughs> best pack in the world. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite packs because yeah. I didn't have to buy. A six pack of pintails, a six right. pack what of was gadwalls. In it? Was it, it was, gadwalls, it was pintails two gads, two pintails, two widgeon. I think and it was called like a marsh tier. pack, wasn't it? The well, marsh this pack. Is, this is like an exclusive. Oh, this is a surface feeder pack or something. Oh, and they all, were all surface. They, all it feeders. wasn't the marsh pack or I the puddle pack the or the marsh pack. Yeah. We still, you know, those were. I remember those were offered, but this was like a twelve pack of feeders. I, I wonder what that was. And they had, and there was. Sounds like we need to do it again. There was four mallards. Four mallards, two pintails, two gadwalls, two widgeon, two teal. And I think that's... Did that, I make, that, I mean, no, that, that would be... That'd be 12. There's, I know there wasn't any black ducks, but that was it. Jeez. But I remember there was four mallards. Get an X, into pear tree. XD. But, yeah. Well, and two of the mallards were surface feeders and two were butt-ups. Did we have any of the ones with the no-heads? That might have been a no-head in there, too, maybe. As well, you do those it was two a, packs, right? The no-head feeders? Well, the no-head feeders? Yeah. I remember yeah. when I first started Rogers, we had just bins of no-heads and those two-pack of ducks yeah. everywhere. You brought up black ducks, but the four-pack of black ducks with the base and the feet that Oh yeah, down. Yeah, the sleeper restaurant. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We, we, those are, we look it, on the floor right there. Was we it got, you guys we were talking about last podcast that had the keel that came off? Yeah, originally our first ones. That's yeah, what we were talking about. Yeah. It was to say it was uh, to save on shipping to make the box smaller. Yeah, is really what they're, and <clears throat> it was kind of a nightmare because people would slam those things in there. They bang them in, and the 
they'd force them through the front of the decoy and then they'd oh, have a lot of leads. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah. learn, you know, I mean, it's just stuff that you think you sure. do it. You do it trying to save people yeah. some money on, on shipping and everything else. And it <laughs> Well, suffice to say, Avery has been around long enough. They've def, you know, you said, you said buck brush earlier. I just wanted to say like my, yeah, I don't, I can't wear this hoodie anymore because it's two sizes too big, but it's <laughs> with my, you know, my best friend who hunts with me now. Uh-huh. It's a old windproof buck brush hoodie got the zipper over the kangaroo pocket oh yeah those are that's the hoodies. A, that's yeah. original og right there yeah yeah they're they're <clears throat> we may surprise some people and maybe come out with the kw1 something or other here soon and in the on the band clothing line you even have some nat gear stuff oh yeah i mean nat yeah. gear nat gear doesn't you know that's kind of one of those patterns that doesn't get a lot of credit but looks really good i mean it the shelf appeal isn't necessarily yeah. there but man you take it, shove out, it out in the field though it's phenomenal yeah 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 remember the uh man we could go on for days with old school stuff but the uh the avery brutal wear hmm. oh man under. we sold this man we sold, we the, sold the pile out of those stuff. things yeah isn't that yeah. crazy the brutal oh, now you probably couldn't give it away but you would still I mean, you were warm though. That was like if a staple. Get that on, like the duck was. Like, I got to put on my brutal wear. I gotta have it's my cold today. Wear. Yeah, and I, I like, remember. I remember the, some of the orders. I'm like, you what? Like how many of those on pieces? Putting a wool sweater. Yeah, yeah. boy, it was warm. <laughs> and I've only been at the store ten years, but just just in the ten years of, oh, you know what? Evolution. Oh my no, gosh! Unbelievable. I forgot about brutal wear, man. All brutal. That wear. khaki color. <laughs> we <laughs> might have a small. At Do you the think store? Oh, I bet there's still some package over there somewhere. Yeah, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but yeah, and now we've you know you come a long ways, right? With the merino and all that oh, style stuff. But yeah, you know, yeah, all well, the and, and, I, and everything. I I can't imagine how many flea skull caps you guys have sold over oh, your your company's lifespan. Can't imagine how many I've lost. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the truth. You can supply an order with all. Oh the yeah, I mean, caps you've I lost. mean, you put a case in your truck because by the end of the season you can't find one. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. gonna say between you and the kids. Oh, oh yeah. and you had yeah. to have. It's, it's been a snot rag. Yeah, you had to paper. have. Back in the day, <laughs> exactly. you had a KW one buck brush in white. You had to have those three. You and, did, and one of them would go missing, and then you had to go to Rogers and get another one. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that the innovation. I mean, we we have. I'm not saying we're, but we have been the pioneers on a lot of really good ideas. That's a good word. I was, that's what I was trying to look yeah. for that. I mean, Avery has been, yep. you know, yep. a pioneer on a lot of things you see in waterfowl. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's been a good run. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, like, is there anything else? I mean, we've hit a couple of good ones. Skull uh, caps and hoodies and yeah, brutal, brutal wear. Jeez. The, uh, do they still do the decoys? The, just the... Oh, the collars mask. Collars mask. Yeah. You know, square bottom decoy bags, that the old school ones. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep. remember the old Neo tumblers where it was a coffee tumbler? It had oh, yeah, yeah. wrapped Neoprene all around on there. Oh, yeah. With yeah. the, uh, we had one left over forever. We put it up at the front counter and sold it. I've got one. But it had the, I have a it had KW1 or Buck Brush. I've got, I think mine's KW1 tumbler. and it's in tumbler. Neo. Didn't they, didn't you guys do the, the Neo tub thing for oh, the yeah. layout oh, lines. Yeah. yeah. That was a production. But yeah. 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 Sold Just a few of those. A, basically a neoprene waiter for a layout blind. Sure. Yeah. But kept it 
Yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd be waterproof away if until it you got out. I think I've got two, <laughs> two green headgear thermoses. And then I've got a green headgear blaze orange uh, beanie that I deer hunt in. Do you really? really? Yeah. Still? Yep. Old school one. That's yeah, one of my with the mallard coming in logo, oh, yeah. circle yeah. mallard with the... Oh, yeah. yeah. That it's, it's in blaze orange that I got for deer hunting. How many times has the logo changed for Avery? Not very often. I mean... No. I, it it was that, that duck coming in, you know, the, the, mallard. the Drake mallard uh-huh. forever. And then we went to that bold block print, you know, G-E-H-G. Yeah. And then it's kind of, you know, evolved. We, we, we still make a t-shirt with the original Greenhead Gear sure. logo. Mm-hmm. You know, people really like that. I mean, it's just, and one know. line that we didn't bring up, but that's the heritage. Yeah, yeah, line. it's still Avery, but you know, it's the Avery lifestyle. Heritage. Not it's lifestyle. a lifestyle. It's heritage. Yeah, it's, it's more, of, more of an old school brand. oil cloth. And right. It's really flat taken off as well. I mean, just a lot of people really like that old school look. Sure, so, good you know. outdoor workwear yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, right on yeah. the ranch. Working the fence line <laughs> yeah. with my with my heritage jacket on. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. I mean, we've covered a lot of avenues over the years. Sure. Yep. It's good stuff. More to man. come. More, oh my yeah, gosh. A lot more to come. I know. I'm excited now. I know. I know. Because I don't know. We'll have to do. We'll have to have another. I don't know what this stuff you know, is. Year. Yeah. There's alluding a lot. to. I, know, so. I, I kind of. We've caught ourselves numerous times on this podcast. Like I want to come out and say sure. it. Sure. I get it. There's there's some pretty exciting that stuff. That doesn't well, mean we can't go look at it when we're done here. Well, yeah. I, you guys kept walking by and looking in. I wish I you would know. just come in and stopped and checked it out. That's a, I kind of oh, thought you guys yeah. were going to hang out in there. Well, if you can give us two minutes when we're done here. Yeah, go help you pack up. Packed it it's packed up. it up. Yeah. And then the, I, mean, I figured great. It's on its way back home. <laughs> Not yet, but... Oh, that's be good. We'll have to schedule a podcast for whenever you want. Yeah. When we yeah. drop We're the product, yep. you mean yeah, we can just record it down in Arkansas. Is what we can do. Yeah, We're doing that for Ooh. sure. And then we then we release it whenever you guys let us release it. Well, as long as Waterfront one of you guys bring a couple thermal scopes, you're invited. <laughs> hey, I've got a 300 blackout. Do you really? Yeah, well, yeah. That'll kill hog, won't it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I've got. You can get subsonic ammo too. And you have a thermal scope on it? I do not. Okay, you need to work on that. I'll have. Yeah. We'll, we'll borrow some. My brain's got a few laying around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, man, a lot of <laughs> hogs down there. Really? Oh my gosh, hundreds. Yeah, they're everywhere. And is that all year round? I don't think there's Hog a season hunting. on hogs. No, it's I just think they uh, can kill them year round for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you catch it right where you get a big flood, then they'll be up on the high ground. They'll be, you know, <laughs> stacked in there like cordwood. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yep. This All is right. fun. All right, Planet. Appreciate you. All right, yeah, fellas. appreciate you. Thanks for the time. Anytime. Impromptu. Staying late. Podcast. No problem. Yeah, this is good stuff. No problem. All right, boys. Until Thank we you. meet again. All right. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, go ahead and give us a subscribe. That way you're going to get a notification every time we put out a new podcast. Chandler, what else should they do? Go to our uh, social media pages and give us a like on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Uh, get a subscribe to YouTube channel. We do uh, product reviews there. And then uh, giveaways is a great part of our social media as well. And then we just want to thank you guys for what you guys do and support us so we can do stuff like this. So thank you.